Right, morning everybody. Morning back. Morning, Leanne. Morning. <laughs> so, yeah, hi everybody. We're joined this morning by Leanne, who's really kindly agreed to come and have a chat with us about her experiences of being a mum to a wonderful little boy who's um, been struggling with his dyslexia. And some of you might have uh, seen the blog on the website and on Facebook. It's a really honest read, and we're really, really grateful for that. So, so yeah, welcome, Leanne. Would Would you mind starting off by just giving us a little bit of a? It's really hard to summarise your child, but could you give us a bit of a summary about who Marley is and and how wonderful it is? Yeah, hi, Becky. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Um, yeah. So, Marley, how do you sum up Marley? Well, he is a very active, um, happy little boy. Actually, for the most part, he loves his sports and. Um, a really cool little dude, to be fair. Uh, but you're right, yeah, he, he has been struggling at school, um, and it, it's taken us a little while to get to the bottom of it, and it turns out that he is dyslexic. So, um, yeah, he's he's a, he's a creative little soul, but I think he's been a bit trapped in for a little while. So, What what do you think that's felt like for him at school then, Leanne? Like, just thinking about your blog and things, and, and what, it, what it's felt like for both of you, really? Well, uh, um, frustration, I think. From my point of view, I have struggled to understand why he hasn't been able to do certain things and why he hasn't been perhaps learning or reading, especially at the same rate as his peers. Um, struggling because is it that he hasn't got the motivation? Is he not doing it? Why isn't he doing it? And obviously, I think from Marley's point of view, why is mum being so horrible to me? Yeah. Why is making me do all these things that I don't want to do? And it's hard and I can't explain to her why it's so hard. Yeah, that's it. I think, that, I think again, it's, it's really difficult for, for children especially to understand how to voice things that might be difficult. And also, when you're in a classroom and, it, you know, it, it's very difficult for teachers. They've got, you know, 30 odd children, all with different needs. But, he, you know, I wonder at what stage children realise that, that not everybody's experiencing this difficulty because that's all he's ever known, isn't it? That one way of being taught. And, uh, you know, you wonder how long he's been sort of experiencing those feelings of, hang on a minute, they're doing really well with this. Why is it hard for me? But do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, at what point do children realise that, that things are tough? Yeah, I think Marley realised for a long, long time, and he did actually say to me that it'd been like that for ever since he started school, and that he didn't want to tell anyone about it. Um, oh, that's so hard. Heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely heartbreaking. And for me to not know that that was that I just felt guilty and and all those things. But actually, I think it's quite common that it doesn't get picked up until it's a bit later. It on. is, and, and actually, that might be something in like early intervention. I'm thinking in early years that, that we can think of because dyslexia is something that you're born with. So you know you. It, it is there so perhaps as, as well looking at um history of dyslexia in the family because that's a big that's a big sort of understanding that there could be sort of some other difficulties for that child in the same way and it's also tied into lots of other different ways that people that children present themselves as well but but it's also there's a massive like sort of scale of like where where you can be on for, for dyslexia so you know actually that understanding of how that child feels and those discussions that the fact you got to that point with Marley is fantastic but that the fact that he didn't know how to express how he was feeling is, is something worth looking at isn't it 
Absolutely. I mean, you can only imagine the anxiety that goes around that. And he's hidden it for so long and so well as well. And, you know, you have to be really careful when you've got a child that perhaps isn't reading as quickly as the others or picking things up in the same way. I was very careful not to put words into his his mind either. Like, I didn't say to him, are the words all moving around the page? I sort of said, what are you seeing? You know, but then when he said that, I thought, yeah, this is absolutely, we need to get this, we need to hop on this now, really. Do you think, do you think that now, for Marley, do you think now there is a name for why it's been hard for him to access his learning in school? Does that help? Does that help him to sort of, because it's a fine line, isn't it, between, and I have a big big bugbear with diagnosis when they become sort of the person so oh he's a dyslexic well no he's not he's a fabulous little boy who has dyslexia so it's a fine line between a diagnosis being sort of a, a curse and a burden but it also being something that that he can then go okay there's a whole load of other people that I totally understand now yeah I think so I think it, you know it's very easy to make it a label isn't it mm. but I think we're getting to the point with him where he's understanding that there isn't, it's not that there's something wrong with him. I mean, he's still a little bit shy about it. Um, but I think knowing that that's what it is, I've got the, I can learn and I can help him. And he can also then understand that it's fine. It doesn't matter. And we've had the discussion about all the very clever people um, out in the world that are dyslexic and how they've done really well. And, you know, and he can be that person. I th- and I th- I, that's really, really important point, isn't it? Because actually, I think I think it does, it, and it can affect, and you can see that, that, like that self-esteem and your confidence of actually, you know, I know that being dyslexic as a child, I, I would just turn around and, and go, okay, they're doing that, so I'll do that. So, so you work out all these coping mechanisms, and actually your brain is working really, really hard, and you're exhausted because you've got, you're working about four times at least as hard as everybody else. So actually, he's like really clever isn't he because he's been doing all that and it's still you know but like I I loved the point that we were chatting about before when we came on when you were saying actually about the things that he is really good at and then we were thinking about how those things are measured don't we so you were saying he's really good at sports isn't he oh yeah I mean his passion is moving about in any kind of way that he can really Um, and he's very very sporty and we were just talking like you said earlier about that he he doesn't they don't get measured on their sportiness and their ability so that's not always recognized as much as it is in the academic world in the classroom and that's quite frustrating I think for Marley and for me really we're we're both very competitive (laughs) in that respect and you know credit where it's due he is very very good at sports and also he does work really hard sorry but he does work really hard at that as well doesn't he so he does put the practice in and he does so actually to recognize that you know is really important it is about those individual children isn't it it's like recognizing what is really important Um, for them and I I was just going to say you know thinking about the how we measure children's success and their growth I think you're absolutely right I think it's really sad if we can't um, measure that and, and celebrate that success because it is a different skill to other children you know and and again it's something that he could really feel like yeah I'm really good at this this is something you know look at me and look how I feel about that and it's, I was talking to my own daughter this morning actually about homeschooling and we were talking about you know the fear of falling behind when she goes back to school and I said 
there's so many other types of learning it's not just yeah. the sitting down and the reading and the maths there's, there's so many other things that you can learn and take forward in your life and and actually yeah the, the way we measure children I think it you know I'm sure it is frustrating for, for teachers as well I have friends who are teachers and you know a lot of the decisions and the things they have to do are not their own it comes from higher up but I think we yeah recognizing everybody's individuals and, and being able to measure and celebrate those successes I think is hugely important yeah I think that's a really good point yeah it really is Mm, yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to add there, Leanne? Anything that, that you just think, do you know what would be amazing for parents if they're, they're sort of just starting on this journey as well? Because you've been using some tools as well, haven't you, that have really helped? Yeah, I've been using different sort of learning apps and, and things, that online programmes, that are, not all of them specifically for dyslexia, but just changing the language in which in which um, maths and English and uh, reading is taught, because dyslexics, their brain works in just a completely different way. They learn in a different way, um, and if things aren't helping, if there are things at school that aren't helping, there are other tools out there that, that, are, that can help, and I can see it working before my eyes with Marley, and he's hit the pride in himself is growing which is amazing um so yeah there are there are tools out there to help and i think i put them in the blog and um, but what i would say is that i have learned that marley learns differently and i've learned that he won't sit at a table and do worksheets if he wants to do something standing on his head or hanging upside down that's absolutely fine yeah. that's how he learns you know just yeah. embrace it and yeah. have fun with them as well that's oh. a really powerful message really it's a good place to end i think again yeah. it's, it's just respecting children's individuals i think that's really powerful oh that's fantastic oh thank you so much for talking to us thank today you. thanks Leanne. thanks for having me